From HuntTheKiller.com, this is the article, The Delightful Con Behind the Crop Circle Phenomenon, written and read for you by Kristen Anderson at Chillin' Kristen. Head to HuntTheKiller.com slash blog to read the written version of this article and click on the links throughout. Imagine your father laughing out in the middle of nowhere with a friend, foot on a wooden board attached to strings he's holding like a swing where he's the tree, methodically stepping down, moving, stepping down again to flatten corn stalks underfoot, stamping out a predetermined pattern, doing this in the dead of night so he wouldn't be seen, and then quietly coming home at three, four, five in the morning and saying nothing about it the next day, every Saturday night for years and years. This was what Jim Chorley had to wrap his head around when he first found out that his father, Dave, was responsible for the mysterious crop circles that had made news worldwide for the past 15 years, along with his best friend, Doug Bauer. Crop circles are large-scale patterns mostly found in cornfields that are best seen and recognized from far above. You may have seen them on Unsolved Mysteries back in the day, or maybe in M. Night Shyamalan's Signs. There's a cottage industry around the mystery of crop circles, who or what creates them. Extraterrestrials making them as a means of communication is a popular fringe belief. However, we actually know who created the bulk of early crop circles and spawned the copycats that led to the worldwide interest. They told the world and even had a demonstration, but it turned out that some people don't want to believe. Doug Bauer had lived in Australia for a time before moving to England and had heard stories about strange patterns appearing in sugarcane fields there. They were simply and purely circular, known as the Tully saucer nests, and were later attributed to whirlwinds briefly touching down, which became an agreed-upon theory all around for naturally created circles. One night, Bauer told his friend Dave Chorley about them while they were at the pub. They were both in their late 40s and watercolor painters, artists who'd become fast friends with a weekly hangout appointment. They were drinking outside at a spot overlooking huge wheat fields while Bauer told Chorley the story, and an idea took hold. They decided to have a bit of a laugh. They decided to create their own saucer nests. Now late at night, they headed over to Bauer's picture framing store and grabbed the iron bar he used to prop the door open, and made their way to the wheat fields. They pressed the bar down over the grain until they had created a large circle and, satisfied, headed home, not saying anything about it to their families. And then they kept doing it. Bauer and Chorley were both artists, and they saw this as creating folk art with a canvas of unlimited size. Week after week, they would head to the pub and then off to the fields to bring their ideas into existence in the middle of the night. They moved from wheat fields to cornfields. They eventually upgraded their tools to the five-foot wooden boards with strings attached and fashioned hats with wires jutting straight out for perspective so they could create straighter lines. Chorley started placing an ear of corn on the kitchen table when he came home, which confused his son Jim when he woke to see it on Sunday mornings. Bauer and Chorley created their crop circles for two years with almost no fanfare, which started to become frustrating. It was time-consuming and tiring, and they weren't spring chickens. Eventually, the two artists wanted their work to garner some attention. Bauer realized they needed to do it somewhere where there's a viewpoint, so, quote, people could sit having picnics and look down in wonder on their work. So they found a spot near a tourist locale, made an 80-foot-wide crop circle, and boom, the next day, it was national news. 
The friends were delighted with all the speculation about the origin of these mysterious circles. They even inserted themselves into the mystery, like serial killers who show up at their own crime scene and blend in among the onlookers. At points, they approached crop circle experts, known as serologists, and told them they were wildlife enthusiasts who were out in those areas a lot, promising they would keep an eye out for more circles. Then they would make another one, go back to those same experts, and excitedly tell them that they found one to make sure that it got noticed. They also paid attention to scientists looking for logical explanations for the formations and messed with them. When meteorologists reasoned that they were made by downward spiraling winds, Bauer and Chorley started making them more geometric, impossible to explain away with nature. They kept quiet with their families, not revealing that they were the circle's source for years. Nine years into it, in 1985, Bauer's wife noticed that the car's odometer was higher than it should be from just going to the bar once a week and wanted to know where he'd been going. He told her the truth and she didn't buy it, so he told her to draw up a design. He said he would prove that he was telling the truth by recreating the design in a field and did just that. Eventually, though, the two artists decided that they wanted more than their closest relatives to know what they had been up to. So in 1991, Bauer and Chorley held a press conference in a field in Warminster, England. The world press watched as these men, now in their 60s, revealed that they had been creating crop circles all over the countryside for 15 years. And to prove it, they made one right in front of them. But some refused to believe it. British newspaper Today contacted a retired radar expert named Pat Delgado, who had written books on crop circles and believed that they had to have been created by something not of our planet or consciousness. They showed him the circles, and at first he said, no human being could have done this. These crops are laid down in these sensational patterns by an energy that remains unexplained and is of a high level of intelligence. The paper then introduced Bauer and Chorley to Delgado and explained what they had been doing. Delgado was understandably upset, saying, We have been conned. This is a dirty trick. Thousands of lives are going to be wrecked over this. But he seemed to regroup pretty quickly and find an alternative explanation. He and other serologists moved to the conclusion that, sure, Bauer and Chorley may have created some of the crop circles, but not all of them. Delgado was quoted by the New York Times as derisively saying, Yesterday there were circles discovered on a prairie in Canada. Have these guys been out there with their board? He didn't seem to entertain the idea of copycats. Delgado and his fellow serologists left room to wonder the possibility that non-human entities are still out there. And perhaps surprisingly, so did Doug Bauer. He once said that although he knew the origin of crop circles, quote, it's obvious that in all of those millions of planets we saw out there in the night sky, there must be people out there. We don't know whether Dave Chorley felt the same way, whether he and Doug spent any of their time alone together stamping out designs in cornfields under the vast night sky, wondering about what might be far away. But Dave's son Jim does feel there's magic of a sort out there. While sitting in a crop circle, he told the BBC, I can understand why people would need to believe in the magic of it. I still believe in the magic of it as we're sat here now. This is magical. As we walked into the crop circle and into the edge, I just took one moment to remember my dad and think about him, and it brought a smile to my face. To look around and see people here enjoying it, it's a lovely thing to know that his legacy lives on. I hope you enjoyed this narration, and again, you can find the written version of this article on huntakiller.com blog. Make sure to check it out and click on the links that are peppered throughout. 
And also make sure to check out our Hunt a Killer mystery subscription boxes that are like an escape room delivered to your door every month. You receive the clues and then it's up to you to piece them all together. Every month the plot thickens and you get closer and closer to revealing the murderer. Check those out at huntakiller.com. <laughs>